really no Jew or Gentile. Because everyone must be an Israelite in heart and in spirit. But I do acknowledge, and I'm again, I'm amazed how God did it. Whatever line he brought you through, he brought some through the line of Israel and then some through the line of, of Gentiles. He said they were branches that would be grafted in. But he is going to bring all of his children back. Everyone that is written on that book of life. But we must give Israel its proper due. What did the Lord say? He said that Israel is my son, my firstborn. And indeed, Israel did carry the burden of the oracles of God. The truth that they did transfer to the Gentile. And so I say to you, I am happy here today to be able to proclaim that not only am I of the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but I am an Israelite. It means something, my brothers and sisters, in this time that we're living in, to know and declare that you are an Israelite. There is a blessing and a promise from God that is only for you as being Israelite. Because again, we have been burdened with curse. It has held us down. I read about the history of our forefathers and how they were beautiful, glorious people we have been subject to much peril, much affliction, and many stripes. But that time is going to come when God does keep that promise that he made to God's people. And so again, when we come to this time of the tabernacle, and we know the history our mother, the mother of this church, did talk about it. She talked about uh, the spiritual significance. She talked about the booths, what they represented, and what we should do. She talked about our church and our tabernacle here, our sanctuary, being a booth. And you indeed it is. Many times when I'm coming by and I'm feeling down because of the burden of this life, I often come by this church. And I just walk in and I just walk around. And I just review and read the things we have here. I look back here and I see the commandments of God here on the wall. I see the testimonies of Jesus Christ. I see Psalms 19, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. I walk around on the other side and I see all the signs and symbols that magnify the word of God. And you know, it refreshes me and it keeps me going on my course. And again, whispers in my ear that being an Israelite is so very, very important. It's, I want to read for you in the book of Isaiah. It says, For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake 
I will not rest until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. And the Gentiles shall see thy righteousness and all kings thy glory. That is something that is going to happen to God's people of the promise in this earth for all men to see. God said, I will get you fame and praise whithersoever you have been driven to. He said that the latter house shall be greater than the former house. We have that to look forward to as we keep and acknowledge this week of tabernacle. And thou shalt be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord shall name. Thou shalt also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. Thou shalt no more be termed forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate, but thou shalt be called Hephzibah. And you know what that means? The Lord delights in you. He is going to delight in his people. Thy land shall also be called Beulah, for the Lord delighteth in thee, and thy land shall be married. And we are going to be one with God then. No more burden, no more being the tail, no more being on the bottom, bottom, no more being referred to in the form of proverbs and parables and things of that nature, but elevated in this sight as God refers to them, the heathens, as he judges the heathen like he hath never judged before. It says, for as a young man marrieth a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoiceth over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. I have set watchmen upon thy walls, O Jerusalem, which shall never hold their peace day nor night. Ye that make mention of the Lord, keep not silent. I look for the day when many of those who have left us will return because we'll be able to sing that song again as we lift up our voices praising God. And give him no rest till he establish and till he make Jerusalem a praise in the earth and his people Israel also. And so we look for this week of tabernacles. Let us look toward that. Let us realize that all of the things that we have been doing will bring this to pass. Let us have trust in that. Let us have faith in that. As we look for, as it is described in the book of Zechariah, our Lord and Savior standing on that Mount Olive. And then, let me just read for you what will happen to that 
war-torn land over there, that land that is troubled so much, that land that has so much hate and enmity, that land that really has so much blood on it and never will find any peace until God touches that land over there. It's going to always be like that. No country, no president, no premier is going to be able to resolve the problems that are over there because there's a curse on that land. But that curse is going to be removed and a tabernacle is going to come down. And it's going to be for God's chosen. It says, and it shall be in that day that living water shall go out from Jerusalem, half of them toward the former sea and half of them toward the hinder sea. In summer and in winter shall it be. And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day shall there be one Lord and his name 